Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet, tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, a couple of things to mention. I have a, a surprise shofar showed up <laughs> in my newsfeed. I did not expect. Nice. A what? A shofar, the uh, Jewish, the, 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 horn, the horn, the ram you blow horn. if you're Jewish. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. You say, we'll, if you say so, I've never heard of that. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, nonetheless. Maybe we might. Maybe we're not pronouncing it right. No, it's shofar. Okay. Yeah. No, I had no idea was there was even any type of horn. Huh. <laughs> uh, also, wanted to, uh, I, I'm going to end every, when we wrap up. Uh, talk about the rapture index. Apparently, there's an index for the rapture. That's a new one on me. To let you know how close we are? Yeah. 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 Of course, that makes sense. Uh, but first, uh, follow-up, a very long-awaited follow-up. Rafe Badawi has been released from prison in Ooh. Saudi Arabia. Is he free to leave? No. He is okay. not free to leave. Uh, he has, I think it was 10 years, they said he has to remain in Saudi for 10 years. He at least is not in prison anymore, so that that's a huge deal. That is a huge deal. There was no nobody has any information as to why they released him, um, and really all we're working off of is the fact that his wife tweeted that after ten years he's finally been released from prison. So now he was uh, sentenced to ten years in prison in two thousand and fourteen, so it's only two years early. Do you want to remind us who he is? So he is, uh, he was a blogger in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. He was sentenced to 10 years and 1,000 lashes, uh, 50 of which were actually inflicted. And after they did the 50, he was very hurt, very injured. And the lawyer kept arguing that, look, you can't, you can't continue to do that. Eventually, the lawyer went so far, apparently the Saudis imprisoned him. Wow. Um, also, they persecuted uh, Rafe's sister, and all this was just because uh, he expressed he expressed the idea of free thought on on his blog. So the idea that people shouldn't be punished for being apostate or or whatever he was he was against blasphemy laws. Our allies, the Saudis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's fifty lashes and being imprisoned for eight years. I mean. That sounds bad, but I feel like the real victims are Christians <laughs> and conservative voices. <laughs> and, and to be fair, the Saudis do have a whole pile of oil, so that does make it they better. Do. That makes it okay. Yeah. Apparently, because I just learned something that I did not know about this week. What's that? What's that? Uh, that the that Saudi Arabia is bombing Yemen and in a war in Yemen right now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've I been didn't know time. I had not. I didn't. <laughs> this is that is news to me. Yeah. It was news to me, too, because uh, they were talking about, like, the the sanctions on the Russian oil, 
and they're like basically forcing us to buy it from another fucking dictator who's in a war right now. Mm. And I and they're like, yeah, and they explained the whole and I was like, Jesus, man, you just can't win. You just can't win. No. Yeah, they've been bombing him for years. I mean, and extreme bombing and um, uh, causing famine, children dying. It's horrible. Well, it's amazing how you don't hear about that on the news that often. Yeah, they've got oil. Now, Saudi is not the only ones participating in this. They're actually, it's like a puppet war. The Saudis mm. are actually fighting Iranians. Iran has, uh, they are supporting the Houthis. And the Houthis are doing terroristic acts in Yemen. So Saudi is supporting Yemen, that's in quotes, um, by bombing the shit out of everything. They must be looking for pedophiles and Nazis too, huh? <laughs> mm. Now, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to, to throw too much shade Saudi's way for me because the Houthi's slogan, they have a flag that has a slogan on it. The slogan is, God is the greatest, death to America, death to Israel, curse the Jews, victory to Islam. So it's kind of hard to to say that the Saudis should just let them go and do whatever. Uh, sure. But at the same time, yeah, the Yemeni people are just being bombed. They're just being obliterated. Yeah. And, I mean, fine. I mean, the, the Yemeni soldiers. But, I mean, they've killed tens of thousands of children that have died from starvation. That's unacceptable. Except that it's acceptable somehow. So wait. Where do where do the where do the Houthi live? Do they live in Yemen? Uh, where they're originally from, I don't know where that group originated, but they are in Yemen. They are based out of Yemen, and you said the 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 Yemen government funds the Houthi. Um, I don't know that that is. I I don't know. I or don't know it, enough. To, or did you to just say that. that the Saudi government funds the Houthi? No, the Iranian government uh, is I supporting see. the Houthis. Mm. Okay, and the Houthi are coming from Yemen. And guerrilla warfare against Saudi Arabia. I don't know that they're making any attacks in Saudi. Hmm. I'm lost in this story now. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know it was happening, and now I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got three governments. You have the Yemeni government, you have the Iranian yes. government, you have the Saudi yes. government. The Iranian yes. government is backing the Houthis. I yes. don't know what the role the Yemeni government is taken. That's where I'm lost. But Saudi is has basically declared war on the Houthi movement. Okay. Um, so that's who they're going after. And again, Not I don't, Iran. I don't know where the Yemen government is. Yeah, and as a proxy for Iran, but right. still. Yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Sounds complex and I feel like there are answers out there, but I don't have them. I don't know how I feel about this until I get more details. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, to be honest, I don't think uh, either side is really fully in the right here. Like, <laughs> just clearly. Yeah, that's probably. Well, a I didn't bring statement. this up to to yeah to get into the details of that. I just meant to be like, hey, no matter where we're getting our oil from, they're going to be bombing somebody. <laughs> yeah, certainly seems that way. And Saudi not being the good guys can be backed up by the next thing that I have. Uh, last Saturday, Saudi did this, and wow, really not in the news. Uh, they have set their largest mass execution at 81 people. Oh, that people. was all over my news feed. I, oh, I, really? I was into that. 81 people were executed. Yeah. In one day. Yeah. For various reasons. Public, publicly or? What was that, Jay? Were they publicly executed? Uh, no. The location of the execution was not released, uh, but apparently there were 73 Saudis, seven Yemenis, and one Syrian 
that were executed, and they were all for various reasons. Uh, according to a statement that Saudi Arabia put out, they were for murder or for – well, so the statement says they were provided an attorney and were guaranteed full rights under Saudi law and then mm. were found guilty of heinous crimes, including murder, killing a large number of civilians or law enforcement officers – and somewhere in it, it was, uh, oh, yeah, they mentioned following in the footsteps of Satan. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that, that's kind of vague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. MBS, he's just a nice guy. Just a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear about this except from uh, the Religion News Service, so. Where, I didn't where, hear anything about this. Where did you hear about it, Ian? Uh, I saw it on both Yahoo, Reddit, and CNN. Hmm. Uh, okay. Interesting. I just, I, I guess I, I, what I had tried to search out because I was a little perplexed by the, the article was like, did they do it in a group way? Did they be like, listen, all 83 of these people are absolutely guilty and we're all about efficiency. So we're going to kill them all in one swoop. Like, why, why would you hoard them all up and save them for execution day? A good Why question. couldn't that have been one execution every day for eighty-three days, or like a disgusting advent calendar or something? <laughs> Eighty-one. Um, I don't. I don't really know because, again, I mean, a lot of times the the Saudi Arabia does public executions, so and, right. and that's to deter people from from doing sure. things they don't like. But yeah, in this case, it wasn't disclosed as to where the executions were taking place. Um, normally, they execute by beheading, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, sometimes they've they've even taken to like putting the body in the head on a pole outside of the jail. Uh, sure, Game, Game of Thrones style. Yeah, yeah. Again, to dissuade people from breaking crime, um, and the Saudis have been doing this for years, for decades. Is it, is it possible that they were up to like sixty, and someone was like, "I think we can beat the record today," <laughs> and they're just like, "Just keep going, go, go, go!" And people were just cheering, like, "Go, go, go!" Stone that guy. I think he uh, he committed blasphemy. <laughs> I heard him. There is a, a slight history of doing mass ex executions. In 2016, they executed 47 people on one day. Uh, in 2019, they beheaded 37 Saudi citizens, most of them minority Shiites, in a mass execution for alleged terrorism-related crimes. So it, it happens every few years. It was just time. Yeah, I guess. I just don't understand why it's all done in one day. Efficiency. Yeah. I guess. Because we, we again, have 80, I would only 80, think 80, it would be 81, efficient. 81 spots left in the jail we need to open up. <laughs> right. I would only think it would be efficient is if you were doing something that would kill them all simultaneously. Mm. Maybe it was just a normal day and they just happened to do the most. Maybe. Oh, maybe. People have been committing extra crimes. Well, given that, happy Rafe made it out. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> because he was getting really close to being, you know, accused of... Just committing blasphemy, and he, that's enough to get you killed. So, all right, Yeesh. that's great all start I, to the show. I've yeah. just been fucking miserable from the get. <laughs> well, here's something good, and it's it's back here in the U.S. Uh, Texas, we've been what we've <laughs> been talking. Well, it's not. Don't get too excited. <laughs> well, he said here's something good, and then you said Texas, right. and I was like, all right, you're a liar, but continue. <laughs> Texas has blown up. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, we've talked about uh, the the people investigating transgender um, children who have been yes. receiving uh, what do they call it? Care. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, gender, gender affirming. affirming care. Gender yeah. affirming. Thank you. 
So we we've talked about that the last couple of weeks. Texas judge has blocked the investigations of transgender kids' parents for sexual abuse. So the the Department of Family and Protective Services are now uh, they have an order to not investigate parents for this specifically. So I mean, hey, at least it's something. Mm. Why, yeah, why would you tell us this? Because if I've learned anything from doing this show. <laughs> is that eventually another judge is going to be like, no, that judge is wrong. Right. And, and you can investigate. And that'll continue until we get to the Supreme Court. And mm-hmm. this this one, 4-3? Uh, What's that? 4-3, the Supreme trans Court. Rights? Uh, no, not trans oh, rights. You, you mean like 5-4? Because 4-3 is only seven. Oh, you yeah. think only seven judges are going to weigh in? <laughs> well, Thomas will recuse himself, obviously, because you know he needs to do that. That's a whole other story, though. Uh, no, sorry, I miscounted. No, it's it, you know Texas will probably get to do what they want to do because the Supreme Court is oh, hundred percent yes. Yeah, Jared is Jared's take on this was the correct take. Mm. Well, there was a I didn't include the article, but there was a story about how transgender families, families with kids who are transgender, are apparently trying to get out of Texas en masse. So I don't blame yeah. them. This will at least give them a little bit of time to do so before Parent, Texas. Parents tend to love their children, and they tend to <laughs> right. <laughs> Flee from states where they want to uh, their kids to not exist. Yeah, refugees from Texas. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I don't know. Did we have we talked about the Florida thing? Oh God, which uh, one? <laughs> I don't know. What are they up to? The the, 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 the uh, don't say don't gay, say gay? Thing. Yes. We talked about that on this. I don't remember us because yeah. I'm still a little confused on this law. It mm. was definitely mentioned. Yes. Oh. Um. So ever since the Texas. Uh, abortion situation that got approved by the uh, Supreme Court. All states with Republican governors now that apparently want to Im- you as to get the law passed, you can you just employ a bounty system, mm-hmm. and then whatever outrageous thing you want to ban, you're not technically banning it. You're just allowing your constituents to punish people who they disagree with. Right, I get that part, but what is what is the law in Florida right now? What 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 are you you're not allowed to say the word gay in school? No, no. so that as DeSantis quickly pointed out, the bill doesn't say that anywhere. It is mm-hmm. not a don't say gay bill and he got all irate about the fact that it's being called that. But what it actually does is K through 3 teachers are not allowed to address transgender homosexuality in the classroom they're not allowed to teach anything about it or is basically even, what this law does so if a child asks why does bobby have two daddies they can't talk about it correct the teacher says you'll have to ask your parents right now it also extends that above third grade in and i, I i'm a little hazy on how it extends it but it's something about Teachers can't teach something that goes against what the parents want in some way. Like that's a little too broad. That it's a little bit more narrow than that. But right, right but that's confusing. Well, it, the, the, it's, it's yeah, I have it. The bill says um, it does not define terms like age appropriate or development de- developmentally appropriate, but it allows parents to sue because of the things were not age appropriate, but they are undefined. So even for above grade three, you can be sued based on what the parents think you know my little bobby is not capable of understanding it it's not age appropriate for him to hear that billy has two two daddies 
So therefore, yes. you owe me $10,000. Yes. This is something they're working on in Virginia right now as well. Mm. Virginia? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Youngkin has to. Oh, to that's push right. All his I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Hardline bullshit that. that got him got him elected. So now they are trying to pass something that says th- that any parent can call a tip line if they hear that the teachers are teaching any subjects that they consider divisive, and they will uh, investigate and or sue the school that is teaching those divisive topics. Now, in a crazy twist. 100% of the school superintendents in Virginia got together <laughs> and collectively wrote him a letter and the Board of Education a letter saying that what they are doing is wrong, what they are doing is going to set education back in Virginia by decades, and that it's unsafe and that they won't adhere to it. And he was like, well, too bad. Well, well, I think the answer is no, that's what we want. We want to set education back. They- well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the not out loud part. But right. Right. I think that's definitely the goal is to have Christianity in charge of education again. Yeah. Right. Apparently, uh, Tommy just posted that in Oklahoma, you can sue the school if the teacher says something that degrades your religion. Probably that's undefined as well. Sure. Degrades your religion could be anything. Yeah. It's like a real minefield out <laughs> yeah. there for a teacher. <laughs> I mean, teachers are already one of the most underpaid groups of professionals in the in the, in the country, underappreciated, and this is this is just crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah. The goal is to keep people stupid and putting money into the into the into the basket. That's all it is. Now, when they made this rule in Florida, uh, is it, and I I know I know why they're doing it, but what is the half-assed reason that they gave the rest of the world? Protect the children. From, yeah, from what? The children. From these divisive issues that can cloud their minds. Right. I mean, oh. you might turn children gay. <laughs> right. I, I think it's to protect the kids from the liberal gay agenda. Yeah. Right. Oh. So they're not even, they're just making, okay. I didn't know if there was, we found oh. a study from so-and-so that nope. when kids hear the word gay, <laughs> they be gay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They just know in their heart and their heart of hearts that gay people are evil. So they got to protect their children from them. That's all it is. Well, since it's a choice, it's very easy to sway somebody to be gay. Exactly. I wake up every morning and make a conscious decision to be straight. Yep. I won't be led around by my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Said no man ever. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because all straight men are led around by the dick. And I imagine gay men as well, probably. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on to some news. Um... I don't really have anything about what's going on in Ukraine, uh, but tangentially, Russian propaganda is being boosted. So the Russian propaganda includes the fact that there is no war. It's not a war. It's a special police action going on in Ukraine. Um, It's not an invasion. And there's a propaganda machine in Russia. Like, they're really trying to keep this, especially for Russians— they're trying to keep that the the narrative. And one of the things that is boosting them is right-wing media. Uh, the United States, far right, is definitely giving them boosts. Um, the, just the idea that the whole pandemic thing and the idea that there are labs in Ukraine that created the virus and that's what Putin's really going after and all that kind of bullshit – And with that, they have specifically included 
Tucker Carlson in their propaganda. Called him out by name and said, you must use him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, there's a letter from the Kremlin that told Russian media to highlight Tucker Carlson's broadcasts as much as possible. Like, this is, they're actually taking Tucker and showing what he's saying in Russia and everywhere else that they can in order to back their conspiracy theory bullshit. And during a I time, yeah, during a time of war, this would be treasonous on Tucker's part, I think, or close to the line, since we're not technically at war yet. It isn't, but. Well, he didn't, he wasn't asked to do it. They're just taking his shit. Right. Yes, but all the talking points come from Russia. All the far right talking points—they're just feeding them in a big loop back to Russia. And that started there. Did you see the uh, the the Russian broadcast on their state TV and the woman run out with the no yeah. war thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're buying it, Karen. <laughs> Not all. A lot of them are. Seventy percent of Russians. Well, that's according to a government poll, but it's all we can yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. M remember that legit election they had where they showed yeah. people, you know. I mean, anything coming out of Russia's horseshit. Right. Well, did you hear Putin actually signed that all uh, voting now will be available on the internet? So that'll solve that problem. You <laughs> don't need to stuff the ballot anymore. You just dial the dial. Yeah. You can just go to the web and select who you're going to vote for, and then Putin will pick how much he wins by. Exactly. He's not careful. He's going to lose to Hitler did nothing wrong and diabetes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna Number say, one political ticket in Russia. I'm like, fucking Anonymous gets a hold of that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hear they're fucking with Russia as well. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, one, I mean, like, I don't even know, like, why that story is even a big deal. Because it makes part, it's like, nothing about that shocks me. Sure. You know, especially when, remember when Tucker did his whole bit about before, I think it might have been before he invaded, and he was going on and on about what a great guy Putin was and uh, and equating it to liberals and be like, did Putin come to your school and tell your kids to be gay? Does he want you to use metal straws? You know, like all the shit like, oh, yeah, I don't hate Putin. He he, <laughs> he doesn't believe in clean energy <laughs> type shit. Yeah. Again, and I, the, the question that Tommy asked, I'm like, how does he have advertisers? Yeah. It's a good question. It's a good question. It is a good question. I mean, it, he is limited in his advertising options at this point. A lot of them dropped him. His show stopped being the most popular show on the network? Probably not. No. Do advertisers prefer shows that are less popular that people don't watch? <laughs> yeah, but these days it's much easier for a person to go, hey, McDonald's, I saw you advertised on Tucker Carlson's show. I'm boycotting you. And then 20,000 Twitter followers will get on board and then McDonald's panics and pulls their ads. Yeah. But they don't so, pull them for long is the tricky part. They pull them for a while and right. they sneak back in again. Well, okay, but I mean, at least for the time being, but I mean, again, I don't watch a lot of Fox News, and although I hear all their ads are only for like gold selling and fucking like life alert shit for old people. Yeah, and catheters. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, maybe that's enough to keep it going. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, I showed a house today to a woman from Ukraine, oh. and this woman could have given two fucks as to what was going on over there. <laughs> really? Hmm. Yep. Huh. Just show you. Everybody's an asshole. Doesn't matter where you are. It <laughs> seems yeah. odd. You would think that you know the the place you grew up, the place you're from. You might be curious, concerned, it, you know, whether or not it's on fire. But yeah. she, uh, so I, because I could tell she had an accent. And I was like, well, it sounds Russian, Ukrainian Slavic type. And I was like, where, I said, where, yeah, where are you originally from? She's like, oh, Ukraine. And I'm like, oh, oh damn. 
I'm like, that's horrible. You know what's going on over there? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, well, it must make you feel good, you know, that the like the world seems to be at least with Ukraine. And she's like, eh. she's like, I'm just annoyed because my father he went over there ten days before the war started and he can't leave now. And I'm like, yeah, but what about all the, the you know the horrible things? She goes, eh. She's like, my family's on the west side of Ukraine. They're fine. Oh. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Fuck those East End Ukrainians. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Westies for life. She couldn't. Just was like, yeah, whatever. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. And for how long? Like, there's already been bombing on the western portions of Ukraine. Like. Apparently they might, they, she said they live in like a little suburb area, so it's not important to be bombed. So they're fine. So she doesn't care. Wow. <laughs> she's like most, she's like a good portion of my family moves is in Italy too. But like my father and my sister and a couple other people in Ukraine, but they're fine. <laughs> and when like just the fact when I was like the horrible things and she would like shrug her shoulders was like, eh, does this house have a septic tank or, you know, <laughs> I'm like, there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people are narcissistic assholes. Yep. Yep. I don't see it. I don't care. Yep. Well, continuing with that <laughs> and continuing <laughs> with Tucker, uh, there was another article that I thought was interesting on the Daily Beast talking about Carlson. He has, I mean, clearly he has a problem with the word secular. However, he also has no idea what it means or hmm. or secular societies in general. Um, he had a guest on who was talking about um, the January 6th in particular but um, just protests in general. And he was talking, the, the guest said, those of us who love freedom, opportunity, self-determination, and Jesus Christ should keep an eye on the protests that are happening across the country. And Carlson said that, you know, it's funny, secular societies have, have a very tough time preserving human rights. They talk about human rights constantly, but they're always the most oppressive societies I have noticed. What? 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 I don't know what secular societies he's talking about, because the only secular societies that actually exist are mostly like in Scandinavian countries, that sort of thing. And uh, most oppressive? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They built whole towns for people who have Alzheimer's. <laughs> Again, his uh, his evidence, though, is... I have noticed this. Mm. So when he's talking about it in, in 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 relation to Canada, which I guess you could call a fairly secular country, but I mean the the oppression was that they asked people to wear masks. <gasps> Poor things. Well, yeah, that's the thing. What's his definition of oppression? Right. I mean, we can talk oppression in you know heavily non secular countries. Let's talk back about Saudi Arabia for a moment, please. <laughs> I mean. Wow. Is it is his version of oppression being banned from Twitter? <laughs> yes, I think it is. Probably. <laughs> ah. Side note, um, do you guys remember me mentioning Matt Walsh in here? That name he, sounds really familiar. He, he was the guy who- The uh, rescue, not, not rescue 911, the other one, America's Most Wanted? No, that's fucking- so, No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's that? That's just that Jim Walsh? No, who is that guy? No, I don't know. Some dude got his kid swiped from a Kmart, so he made a TV show about it, and it got popular. That's, a, that's I don't, John his name Walsh. Was John, John Walsh. John Walsh. Well, it yeah. John. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. I was no. way off. Well, no, you. yeah, you are completely way off, but... <laughs> First of all, I don't know why I would randomly mention him, but... <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> uh, no, Matt Walsh is the guy... I might have mentioned this privately, 
uh, who put up a, an acquaintance of all of ours, a friend of mine and Ian's daughter on Twitter and made fun of her and it mm. blew up and she was getting death threats. Do you remember me telling you this? Doesn't ring a bell. Mm, no. Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe like six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. His daughter, who is uh, binary, so actually when I say daughter, I'm being offensive to her, but yes, she uh, she goes by they or them. Yes. Did a TikTok video with just, it was just, she was just screwing around with, they were just screwing around with uh, cosplay and gender names and shit like that. And this guy, Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh is like a real low, low rent Ben Shapiro, maybe like a rung under Ben Shapiro. Part, right. of the, part of the IDW. You guys know the intellectual dark web. Right. Okay. Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, those fucking tards. <laughs> so he put this on his Twitter, commenting on her and how she has brain damage and all this shit. Oh. And then people saw her TikTok and she was getting death threats and she was a fucking wreck. And my friend wanted to kill this guy. You know, it was a whole fucking thing. Yeah. But a lot of people came to her friends. Well, he just got banned from Twitter. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Good. I can't believe I didn't tell anybody that story. Does not ring a bell. I'm so sorry if you did and I didn't know. Oh, no, that's all right. No, I think uh, I don't, I, he also uh, advocated that uh, men having too many choices of women is causing problems in the world and that we should probably do arranged marriage would probably be the best for all of us. <laughs> oh, my. In this country. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's a video of him talking about how, oh, woe is me. I'm banned from Twitter. My rights are being trampled. And people are like, hey, free market, asshole. <laughs> Go get a cake from a cake company. <laughs> so there's your good news for the day. Mm, yeah. Sure. I don't know. There is a there is a Twitter account called Matt Walsh that uh, is I, – I, I think this is a fake one. Like its description is theocratic fascist. I doubt he did that himself. Mm. He was suspended, not banned. Oh, suspended. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know how for how long. Interesting. All right. Um, hey, let's go over to another asshole. Mm -hmm. Sweet. You may have heard about this guy if you live in Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano. Ugh. I'm sad to say I have. Yeah. Sounds familiar. He is, is he currently representative, state representative? I thought he was a state senator. A that sounds senator? Right. Okay. I, I'm, I thought he had a current seat. Well, in any case, he, he, does, I believe. he has thrown his hat into run for governor. Of Pennsylvania. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and in doing so, this is this really took me by surprise. He he was given the speech where he made his announcement, and if you go into the article, you can find you can find the speech. It's a link to Twitter. And he talks about God backing him and wanting him to run for governor. And this is the guy who then pulls out the shofar. And starts blowing into it. He's clearly practiced this. He's clearly better at it than I would be. But he's not good. <laughs> it sounds awful. And I don't know why you would do that when you're announcing your run for governor. I, hmm. yeah. Get the Jews on your side? I All, those, all the Pennsylvania Jews? <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but... That, that's also what I'm curious about, so... This, and I feel like we've discussed this on the show because I, I feel like Ray told me it has something to do with the end of the world. Oh. Not the shofar blowing. I, I know that the shofar is to celebrate Rosh Hashanah that I, I met. So well, I'm driving down 1115 the other day 
and I see a big Cummings engine and parts, pumps and parts store. And the one wall is just a giant hand-painted mural that says Trump with red, white, and blue and fireworks. (laughs) The other main wall on the side of the building that you see as you're driving up to it is a giant flag of Israel. And I was, I, 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 I just didn't understand. I was like, wait, what? What? Why do those two things correlate? I wish I knew more. But I feel like on this show, Ray had mentioned something about the Jews love Trump because of Armageddon. I don't remember. Yeah, it's I the don't know beginning the of the Ju- end times. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know if the Jewish people love Trump for that. But there is definitely a link between Christian nationalism and and the Jewish nation and the coming war and that whole thing. I mean, we hit on it with Pat Robertson. We hit on it with uh, – and this uh, – we hit on it when we talked about the Jericho March. Um, okay. And that has to do with the shofar as well because Jericho, the walls of Jericho fell when Joshua blew, surrounded the place and blew the horns. His, you know, his army didn't right. actually attack. He just blew horns and God, you know, crushed the walls of the city. The The weirdest story ever, by the way. Because first, his entire army had to uh, be circumcised. So during a war, like huh. he's laying siege to a city, he calls on his army to to stop laying siege so that they could cut off a piece of their own dick. Hot. <laughs> and then blow a horn, and that will cause you to to win. It's a crazy call- fucking story. And it's also it's also a call to the the January six crazies because evidently they were blowing horns on yes. December on January six. Uh, like they've corrupted that somehow as well. Yeah, but what about the Jews? <laughs> it's he's also wearing one of those scarves the Jews wear. Yeah, talit. Is I he Jewish? I, I can't imagine he'd wear he'd wear the the getup without being Jewish. First of all, he's a state senator, and now he's running for governor. He looks like he's fucking eighty five. <laughs> I don't know how old he is, actually. Uh, but he was involved in the Jericho March. Uh, he was involved in the January 6th. Uh, he has appeared on several Christian nationalist events. Yeah, he is. He's be a great governor. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> how, uh, <laughs> just to make it even worse, how's old Dr. Oz's campaign going? Uh, I don't know. His, it's still early. It's floundering, but. Right. His ads sound pathetic to me. I don't know if that's just me yeah. or they do sound pathetic. Mm. Jared uh Masterino is fifty seven years old. Get the fuck out of here. Nope. <laughs> I'm checking out this handsome picture of him where he is wearing the hat of a Confederate general standing in front of a Make America Great Again billboard. It's fantastic. <laughs> Jeez. So he, he's a state senator. He's not a Correct. He's a state Correct. senator. He is a sta- Pennsylvania state senator. Okay. Not a senator from the state of Pennsylvania. Right. Right. And, okay. And he had a slight claim to fame during the, what the hell? He he was involved in the whole um, trying to get, you know, Trump put the, into the, office yeah. thing. He, he helped Rudy Giuliani try to get the votes thrown out. Oh, that was it. Okay. I knew there was something. Yeah. So he has okay. ties directly to Trump. He yeah. he loves QAnon, apparently. Mm. Who else does he have ties with and has spoken at their church? The Rod of Iron Ministries. Yes. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's right. I remember seeing his name on the flyer. <laughs> I bet you did. For their thing. Now I know where I know his name. I clearly, uh, okay, now that I'm looking at pictures of him, he doesn't look that old, but 
he must have let his hair grown out in this thing because he's normally he's bald or short short shaven at least. Yeah. No, no, it's oh, fucking all shaved. out. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. By all indications, he's a Christian. He is not Jewish. So he, you know, adorned himself with the trappings of another religion. I blew a shofar. I'm not sure what Alpha's asking about. Is what a pedo thing? If we're the, if the you're, Rod of Iron Ministries, the Rod of Iron Ministries is not. Oh. That is just a, a local to Jared Church, run by uh, son of the 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 leader of the Moonies, Sean Moon. Uh, it's an offshoot of the Unification Church that they worship. They basically worship guns, specifically AR-15s. The Rod of Iron in the Bible, mm. according to them, refers to AR-15s. They have crowns um, with bullets in them. Yeah. Well, only Sean does, but I thought well, I've yeah, you, they, I thought I've seen. He's got the gold. He's got the gold. He's got the golden one. Yeah, he's got the golden yeah, crown. He's with, got the legit hat. I mean, sure, yeah. you could buy a Burger King a Burger style King. crown of bullets. Dude, you went right for the same thing as me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, Jesus knew about guns. It was just a euphemism for you know the future. He knew yeah, that right. you know he couldn't say gun back then because it wasn't a thing. So people he had, would have just get confused, right? So he saved Rod he of didn't Iron. know that slavery and rape were bad, but he knew guns were coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did we also forget to mention that his brother owns a gun store here <laughs> in, in our area? Sean Moon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, just amazing. But what are the odds he'll get governor? I don't know. Everybody hates our current governor, apparently. So even liberals? No, I think he did I don't a good think job. So. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I think. I mean. If you're, if there's no, if you're Republican, you cannot like a Democrat, even if they're doing all the things they want you to do. Right. He's a previously a former, he was a business owner, brought his, you know, his business up from nothing. So he actually ticks a lot of boxes for the Republicans and they're like, he is the devil. So, because he made me yeah. wear a mask. Oh my God. Every day this guy, hmm. dude, I think Wolf is smoking shit tons of weed up in the governor's mansion. <laughs> Every fucking day, because he cannot shut up about it on Facebook. Mm. Oh, is he still pushing for that? Yeah, man. He just, just yesterday or today, he was like, Colorado just pulled in $3.6 billion in fucking hemp sales. Let's get this shit rolling in PA. (laughs) (laughs) I was sneaking his his lieutenant governor has been influencing him. (laughs) Maybe. Mm. Maybe he went to Fetterman's house one day and Fetterman's like, come on. Dude. <laughs> Wolf, just take a hit of this. And he was like, oh, man, I'm on board. We should sell this shit to people. Make money. Uh, all right. We already brought up some state stuff, and we talked about the, the don't say gay bill in Florida. Uh, next article I have is Tennessee trying to one-up Florida. Oh, boy. They have a committee has passed in Tennessee legislation that would ban public schools from using textbooks or materials that, quote, promote, normalize, support, or address LGBT issues or lifestyles. Address? So that's talking about them at all. Correct. Uh, This would apply all K-12 public schools. And the, the argument is that most parents, this is according to... Republican Bruce Griffey, uh, most parents would like the sexuality of our children to be left to our parents at home, not part of a curriculum. That, yeah, okay. That's not what you're doing, though. You're, you're no. banning people's legitimacy as people. You're, you're belittling also, everybody it, who falls into LGBTQ. Also, if it was that simple to make mm-hmm. somebody gay, 
Wouldn't it be just as easily simple to make them not gay? You would think. Yeah. Apparently, like, being gay is, like, the most, it must be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> because <laughs> because just hearing the word will make you gay. Yeah. Well, and hearing about straight sex is like, eh, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember. Tell me more about this gay that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Remember, the, uh, well, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's like it's somewhere around 20% of people, maybe it's not quite that high, are not straight. They're gay of, of some variety. So that means that 20% of Republicans are too. And they- Your math is getting dicey. Uh, Let me just sure. stop you right here and <laughs> give you a chance to take a breath and rethink what you're trying to say. All right. Because it was the wrongest math and I'm terrible at math. <laughs> <laughs> There's a large number of people that are, they're, they're supporting these laws that are not straight. They are repressed Correct. gay people. There are a lot- of repressed, self-loathing homosexuals that identify as Republican first and gay second. And don't acknowledge their gayness at all. Correct. Yeah. A hundred percent. That is... So are they convinced that they are gay because somebody whispered the word in their ear when they were seven? Um, so mm, I guess but it's you a guys choice. aren't having the same experience that I have that can mm. definitely confirm that Tennessee is right. Because I stay at home and help to educate my son who is in the second grade and i know that we are learning units of measure like inches and meters and centimeters in math and then we go on to english and uh yeah we learn about compound words and then as you know part of the, the main part of the curriculum hmm. then we go to gay and we talk about <laughs> homosexual sex and we talk about gender identity I mean, it's it's pretty much his whole school day. Mm. <laughs> oh, so you got the liberal school books, huh? Oh, these are everywhere, Jared. <laughs> yeah. We've got to stamp this out of the curriculum. It is taught nonstop in K through 12. Nonstop. <laughs> so to, to clear up some of the numbers, I looked it up real quick. According to uh, the Williams Institute, UCLA School of Law, they did a bunch of studies, and roughly 3.5% of adults in the United States identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual. 0.3% okay, identify as transgender. And then it goes on. 1.8% identify as bisexual. 1.7% of the original LGB uh, identify as gay or lesbian. The biggest number is 11% of adults in the U.S. report some same-sex attraction. Mm, okay, so I was using the much broader percentage then. <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. Hmm. But my point still stands. All these people that, you know, who are gay or repressed gay and somehow think – I guess it is it, – they are blaming – they're trying to figure out who turned them gay so they can not have it – the same thing happened to the next generation. But you can't be turned gay. It's a choice. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> if, you, if you don't want to be gay anymore, just choose not to be. Right. Take this class I don't for a week. I, I, don't, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> to be no. clear, the no, level of no. sarcasm <laughs> has gone through the roof here. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things. Right. For My the record, I do. do <laughs> okay. Was about the we're, – we're back in PA now. Do any of you other PA <laughs> residents – no, if Fetterman is running for governor or if he running for Toomey Senate seat. He's running for Senate. Toomey Senate. Okay. Yeah. And so is Dr. Oz. Yes. Right. That's fine. I didn't know. 
I also was trying to wrap my head around the not quite as soon, but, you know, reasonably soon gubernatorial election here in Pennsylvania. And and mm. I, I thought I was good with with Fetterman, but I was just conf- conflating it with something else. Yeah, it's. I think it's well, I you know, I, we don't know for sure, but it kind of looks like Mastriano and Wolf are going to be. Wolf, Wolf should be done. Oh, is he done? Oh, then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's done. Wolf yeah. has served two terms. Yeah. Ugh, that gives Mastriano be, more of a chance. No, it's going to be Josh Shapiro and Master... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Masterino. <laughs> Masterino? I love Josh Shapiro. Oh, he sounds like a real Jew. He is a real Jew, and he's the guy who's been leading the charge against uh, Catholic priests raping children. Yeah. Ah. Well, then this whole thing with the horn makes perfect sense now. <laughs> Oh, he's trying to cut into some of Shapiro's Jewiness? Yeah, because of that stupid linear thinking that Republicans have. They're like, well, all the Jews are going to vote for the Jew because he's a Jew. (laughs) No nuance and be like, maybe there's a Jew out there who doesn't agree with his politics. But he's a Jew, so they have to vote for him. Like when white people vote for me. Right. Because I'm white. Or Christians vote for you because you're Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Or racist. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, real quick, another couple of state laws. Idaho, who is getting on the list every week, uh, last several weeks, they are promoting legislation that will prevent most private and public entities in the state from discriminating against people who haven't received the vaccine. So I got this from Center for Inquiry, and the headline was, Idaho protects those poor, innocent oppressed, unvaccinated people. Um, I'm so far down the road of fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So violators uh, carries a misdemeanor punishment with up to $1,000 penalty per instance um, for employers or anyone requiring a vaccine or requiring people to show that they're vaccinated, uh, anything like that. Um, similarly, in Kentucky, the Kentucky House voted to prevent state and local governments, as well as the public colleges, from requiring employees or students to even disclose their immunization status. So they're trying to put through a law that you're, whether or not you're immunized from anything, that's your own personal choice and uh, should not be held against you in any case. I'm Sorry. so confused by that. Is that good law? Bad law? I don't That's really- a bad law. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so a lot of um, universities require their students and staff, for that matter, to either provide proof of vaccination or to test weekly. And this law says you cannot do that. Oh. Yeah. I keep forgetting COVID's a thing. Mm. <laughs> it, it'll, it's coming back around, so. Possibly. 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 I hear China's yeah. like fucked right now. Sorry, that reminds me, because we yeah. haven't done- too much crazy conspiracy nonsense lately? Does anybody remember <laughs> back when, uh, let's say, back, we'll say around this time in uh, in 2020, when everybody's favorite co-host, me, was making wild accusations that China had manufactured the coronavirus to stop the Hong Kong protesters. <laughs> I do recall that. that sound like an unfounded, outrageous claim that I would make? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I feel strongly that we discussed it on here, and I feel strongly that it's in one of those episodes. Mm. And I said, of course, I have no proof of that. I'm just being a nut. So then Hong Kong mysteriously went down. 
What's that? Specu- you were speculating. Yeah. Yes. So then Hong Kong, again, I'm only saying this because very recently they went from no COVID whatsoever to the highest COVID death rate in the entire world. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, what a surprise. Mm. Everyone's wrapped up in, in, in the Ukraine. And look, Hong Kong is back under the thumb. God damn, China is the worst. Yeah, well, I'm not going to argue with that. But <laughs> I mean, I don't not to poke holes in your theory, but I feel like oh, it's super flimsy. Go ahead. <laughs> like people were already talking about China's COVID emerging COVID problem prior to Putin even going in. Mm. So I mean, unless they were prepping and they had some secret info, you know, that he was that he was actually going to pull the trigger and go in. I feel like maybe this was just a natural state of affairs. They asked Russia to not, please don't interrupt our Olympics. Can you do, can you do your little invasion after we finish with our, you know, big publicity event, please? It was delayed because of the Olympics. God, I forgot about the Olympics. The only surprising thing about that is that Putin actually, you know, relented or decided to go that direction. Like, I. Yeah. Must have been just a, you know, a one week. He's like, okay, fine. We can wait a week. So I don't have an article for this, but I do recall reading earlier this week in the last couple of days, Hong Kong's uh, numbers, it is really bad. And Alarming. part of the problem is that the main vaccine that was available was originally developed in China and its efficacy is not all that great. It's like half of what the Pfizer efficacy is. And Ugh. Sinovac, something like that? I I think it started with an S, but again, I don't have it in front of me. Sinovac. The thing is, Pfizer, the Pfizer vaccine is available in Hong Kong in somewhat limited supply, so they wouldn't be able to to, to get it to everybody. But apparently, the stupid misinformation campaign is also in Hong Kong, so people are avoiding getting the Pfizer vaccine because they don't trust it. (laughs) Just unbelievable that, you know, the the stupid anti-vax... It, it's got that far, like, mm-hmm. that it's affecting people in Hong Kong from, from going out and getting a more effective vaccine. So, while we are on COVID, um, I thought this was an interesting article on Ars Technica. Um, hey, COVID-19 makes your brain smaller. <laughs> As it turns out, this is not just a conspiracy theory. There is a small drop, specifically in the portion of the brain that processes smell. Yeah. There is a noticeable percentage difference. And by noticeable, I mean, this is with brain scans, like the, you know, highly detailed brain scans. There is a 0.2 up to 2% decrease in that region of the brain after people if- have had exposure, have had COVID-19. I wonder if it's, is it cause or effect though? I mean, is the brain shrinking because it has nothing to do because you can't smell anything? That's, or, that's the thing. They don't really know. Yeah. They're like, mm, we don't know if this is actually causing anything major. Will it return to normal after a while? Like we don't, we don't know enough to really say yet. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but the study checked over 6,000 health records and they were looking for people who had a brain sta- brain scan before they were sick and then got a brain scan afterwards, and they found us a very specific change. Yeah, so, I mean, it just goes back to, we don't really know what all the virus does. Like, there are so many symptoms, so many problems that we're, that we were surprised that the flu never does. So, yeah, we should still be on, we should still be wary of it. 
Your fucking brain can shrink if you're not using it. <laughs> Apparently. Feel free to read their article. It's a very interesting read. And it's not that long. Like, it's all right. But it's interesting. I'm sorry, my brain shrunk. I can't read anymore. <laughs> but it's interesting. If you look at the number of cases, New Zealand has had a huge outbreak of uh, COVID as well. Um, ah, see? They fucking suck. About the, about the same time as, as Hong Kong. But the number of deaths, I mean, the number of deaths in New Zealand, they're counting it in you know single digits per day. As compared to Hong Kong, which is a little more than that. They're lying. <laughs> Their liberal methods didn't work. See? Secular. I think it was the word you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too. They're secular ways. Yeah. <laughs> By far the most oppressive. <laughs> All right. Another See? article talking about um, just how bad the misinformation is. In the UK, there was a poll. It was a survey conducted by an anti-racist group, Hope Not Hate. And what they found is that 5%, 1 in 20 people in Britain, believe that COVID-19 is definitely an intentionally released part of a depopulation plan orchestrated by the United Nations or New World Order. Oh, come wow. on. I just told you it was China to kill off the Hong Kong protesters. <laughs> depopulation. That's no, what the fucking slowest rate ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we had five percent saying that's definitely true, forty-four percent saying it's definitely false, twenty-two percent saying it's probably false, with sixteen percent saying I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if they them. get. Into, I wonder if they get into arguments with the people are like. No, it's not the virus that's supposed to do it. It's the vaccine that's supposed to kill you. <laughs> right. You're like, well, wait. What? <laughs> I'm but curious how those surveys at a, at worded. A, at a slow rate, too. At a very slow rate. Very too. slow right. rate, yeah. Yeah, good for those 16% who said, you know what? I'm too dumb to say something, but smart <laughs> enough to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm secretly proud of them as well as the 44% of people who had enough sense to be like, yes, that's definitely false. <laughs> Uh, the next thing that I have is an article, again, I thought it was a good good article, about the fact that the pandemic is slowing, but the misinformation is not slowing. Um, and as we just discussed, the pandem pandemic slowing. I think they put out this article before all the news from, uh, from the other side of the world uh, took place. Mm -hmm. But basically, the article is, and the reason conspiracy theories are so attractive, is that they provide an immediate answer to the thing that you're most worried about. What's going on? How's it work? How'd the virus start? What's behind this, the, the vaccines? How, you know, what, what exactly is going on? The conspiracy will come in and say, this is what's going on. Here you go. This is exactly it. And the problem is science will also provide you with that information, but it takes longer because of the way science works. It has to be reviewed and it has to, you know, verified, and it takes a long while. And people don't like long while. People like you're, you're, <coughs> you're having problems. Pray to God, God will fix it. Like the immediate answer is what people are going for. Well, they also want the one hundred percent answer. They want the absolute answer, not what science gives them, which is, well, this is what we think currently, but we acknowledge that it's probably going to change. People don't want yeah. that. They want the hundred percent. This is what it's going to be like. It'll be over by Easter. <laughs> I wonder if that's due to our – I mean, is this a strictly American thing? Oh, I don't think so in any well, way, no. Or maybe maybe, maybe any yeah. first world country where any everything is at your fingertips instantly. Mm. 
you know, so when you're not used to waiting for mail for fucking 45 days or whatever, or, you know, or shipment from somewhere back at, you know, in the old days, like now it's like, Instant that answer. sensibility is just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's ingraining you on having to wait for anything is insane. Maybe. Hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I mean, having the, you I, know, I, I get, I, you have the internet at your fingertips. These people, <laughs> right. These people must also think like, you know, when Edison, and I'm using air quotes right here, invented the light bulb, because we all know he didn't, <laughs> all right? Yeah. <laughs> he hired people to do that and then put a pe- his name on a pen. Thomas Edison's fucking dick, mm. all right? <laughs> but they must just think that he was like, I want a light bulb, and we should all have light bulbs. And then the next day made the fucking light bulb. <laughs> like, there wasn't trial and error and trying to figure it right. out. Like, he just did it. And Ford was like, hey, everybody should have cars. And just the next day, there was a fucking conveyor belt of cars coming out of the fucking place. <laughs> like, what the fuck do they, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. think this is even worse. Like, this might be worse in the, the the uh, and I'm going to take a lot of shit for this one. <laughs> uh, the generations behind us, millennials and uh, Zoomers. What, is that what they call the ones behind Oh, oh, ahead of us. I'm like, you're, I know what you're, you're saying. Right, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Younger than us. us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, younger than us. Yes, tell me what those kids are up to. Uh, <laughs> well, not all of them, but because of, I feel, a part of the everybody gets a trophy type thing, everybody, you can't use, remember uh, we, we talked on the Prodigal Sons about not being able to use red markers to grade shit because it triggers kids, <laughs> you know? I had a guy who worked for me at the bar and he showed up late every fucking day. And when I say late, like an hour fucking late every day. Oh. And he was a he was a line cook. And then the head cook was leaving. And we were they were interviewing for head cooks. And he goes, Why don't they make me the head cook? I've been here six months. And I go, For real, dude? Right? And he's like, What? I go, You're late every fucking day. They know you're late every fucking day. Why would they give you the job? Right. Well, I've I've been here six months. Right? And I'm like, this has got to be, like, I go, you really don't see why they wouldn't give it to you? And he couldn't wrap his head around it. <laughs> I've been Could here for six wrap- months and they haven't <laughs> fired me. I must be doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. And, like, my girlfriend runs into the same problem where she's got to discipline people. To get fired from my girlfriend's company is damn near impossible. Impossible. The steps they got to go through to mm. fire somebody from that company is nuts. They must have like, been sued a couple straight- times. I don't know what it is. Like, you could just straight up be like, I'm not coming to work today for fucking two weeks. And there's not. Okay, well, you're on disciplinary reaction. And then there's a 30 day process here. And then we got to do. I mean, like, and I'm just like, you're shitting me. Like, how do you just not get fucking fired? Like, for not doing your job? Not an at will state? Uh, Well, I don't know how it works when the company spread out amongst different states. Ah, that is then lawsuit averse behavior. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was going to say, now I have a job that is also very hard to get fired from, but it's to the point where I have at least one coworker currently where this is definitely his first job. Mm. And so I have to constantly educate him that outside of this job that we have, which is alarmingly lenient, has no real guidelines that there are no other jobs like that cuz he'll he'll be like well what why why what what is what is what does our boss mean when he says he's lenient i was like well let me give you some extreme examples <laughs> do you remember our old coworkers who 
uh, will remain unnamed, but would no call, no show multiple times in a week, come back in the, the, you know, three days later and just punch in and start working as though that's how you are. That's okay. And they were not fired. Wow. (laughs) There was a kid who worked for us. For six months, in those six months, he claimed to have food poisoning 37 times. <laughs> Stop eating from he, that same restaurant, buddy. <laughs> he was not fired. This person who I'm trying to educate about the real world that's out there outside of our business tried to call off because there was two inches of snow. He's like, what do you mean we're open? And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you are not in high school anymore. Yeah. There is no such thing as a snow day. If you wake up and you think, oh, no, I'm in danger, then you call and say, I'm in danger. I can't make it in. You don't assume we're closed because you heard a bad weather report the day before. (laughs) Wow. Jared is not entirely wrong. Or he and I have very similar experiences because it blows my mind every day. Mm. Every day. Yes. No, you're right. The the. Well, that's the thing, too. And I mean, again, I don't want to be grumpy old man bitching and moaning, but, <laughs> you know, and this goes with another friend, a mutual friend of ours, whose kids are clearly, well, I understand, like, their laws are a little bit stricter now that you cannot, you have to be able to work at a certain age. But I was made to go work at 12, all right, and had certain jobs, you know, part-time jobs, get out of school, go to work my whole life. And like, I guess that kind of teaches you, but when you don't, when your parents don't let you do that, or you're not allowed to, and you get your, I don't know how old this person is that you're working with. What I, they sound like 21. Mm. 21. First job? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's how you would like, don't under, I mean, like, of course you would not understand what the fuck was going on. How was your first job at 21? I mean, I had a paper route when I was like 13. That's against the law now, I think. <laughs> because I keep saying to my friend, I'm like, why doesn't your son have a fucking job? Mm. You know, he's, I think he's 15 or 16, you know? Anything, part, yeah. 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 No significant oh, hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, can't, you, you can't do that here, blah, blah, blah. Huh. Won't let him get a driver's license. Oh. He's he like, nah, I can't have him driving. He's not ready to drive. You know, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Huh. Like, these kids are not going to be prepared for what's going on out there. That's why when they go into work and someone's like, yo, you have fucked up. Mm-hmm. You're fucking this job up. And they're like, I don't get it. Why are you yelling at me? Like, this is what my girlfriend's dealing with because she's she's in charge of like five or six people and has to discipline them. It is a she goes into anxiety attacks because it's a constant argument of I didn't do anything wrong. And she's like, but you didn't do your job. <laughs> and they can't get that. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, I there are certain things that I'm very liberal on, but for fuck's sake. Show up. Yeah, let your kid. Yeah, <laughs> right, go, go work at fucking Walmart. <laughs> for not recognizing that that is in fact wrong. If I give you money to perform a task and you choose to not perform that task and keep my money, now you have stolen from me. That is why you are being fired. Mm. I didn't do anything wrong. Yes, not doing your job is wrong. If you don't like it, there are many other options. Get one of those wacky gig jobs all the kids like these days. You know what she hears a lot? That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fair? (laughs) Now, all of this to say, I am very pro-worker. I mean, I think uh, minimum wage is bullshit. I don't think it's nearly enough. You can't survive on that. 
We, I think we all agree on that. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. So before we, you know, d- you know, close down this topic, let's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not like free market dictates everything, and, right. and unions should be busted. I'm all for unions, but I'm just saying, like, if you can't do the bare minimum, there's a of problem. The work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna tell me that shit's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, thank God Pennsylvania's an at-will state. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my fucking office. <laughs> All right. I am going to hit a couple uh, religious news things real quick here, and then we will uh, we'll close up. I wanted to mention uh, Missouri. Two things out of Missouri. One in St. Louis. The Post-Dispatch has called for a church to have its tax-exempt status removed. And I just... I just made me happy. This made me this was like my happy story of the week because <laughs> it's it's actually the church has taken to promoting uh politicians on their website like straight up. Wow. And um the the yeah for the for the editorial board of this paper to go yeah, we you can't do that. Like the, there's a reason that there's a whole law concerning that. Nobody goes after this. Right. But at least this newspaper is calling attention to it. And um, will anything come of it? No, probably not. It's Missouri. But still, it made me happy. Right. At least it's being, you know, pointed out. I did hear that the IRS is getting more um, investigators. I, mean, I think their primary target is, you know, uh, people that aren't paying their taxes. But I, hopefully they will pick up some of these charitable organizations that are not supposed to do anything with politicians and yet do it anyway because nobody has called them on it. Yeah. Another one very similar across the uh, the other side of the state again Missouri uh, in St Joe it's actually St Joseph but the website is called Vote St Joe so I I feel free to call it St Joe now <laughs> they the, the website Vote St Joe it is run by a religious based conservative leaning church or church members that uh, is it posts all about the local and uh, government politicians and what they believe. And again, I'm putting that in quotes, but um, what they believe, what they have voted for, what they haven't voted for, et cetera, et cetera. So to me, like, it doesn't sound like this website is specifically endorsing anyone. It's just a website of, look, this guy voted against abortion. This guy voted for abortion, you know, that sort of crap. Mm. Okay, right. just pointing out how they voted. Okay, and to me that doesn't actually go, f- you know, far enough that they should lose their tax exempt status. I agree. I don't like it because clearly they're promoting uh, certain politicians, but at the same time, if, if they're keeping know, it even keel and just you know talking about the you know the issues that people are interested in, that's a little right. different than you know gobble, you know, put you in hell if you don't vote for Bob. <laughs> so there is a distinct line there, and I don't think that, that this group is crossing it yet, but over in St. Louis, I think, you know, it's quite clear that they have been. So mm. both those stories came up this week, and I'm like, yeah, that that, that makes sense. Um, so there's an article on Religion News Service talking about uh, what's going on in Ukraine. Back to Ukraine real quick. Yeah. But really what the article is about is the fact that there are pastors and it's all, you know, big name pastors and, and big congregations, people who are on TV. But there is a ton of talk about we're living in the last days. This is the end of days. And now we all know 
that that's been mm-hmm. going on for, you know, about 2,000 years, if not longer. Uh, because, I mean, that's part of the Bible is the whole thing is, you know, I'll come back in your lifetime, which apparently <laughs> nobody reads that because Jesus definitely said it according well, to their book. Who did he say it to? He said it to a crowd? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. In and there's lifetime. actually a theory about this that Judas uh, was cursed to walk the earth until the rapture. So when Jesus says, I'll be back in your lifetime, he was actually just talking to Judas, who's, who's immortal and is still walking the earth. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But in any case, this leads me, and uh, we mentioned Pat Robertson and all the the bullshit that he said that how Putin is just a puppet for God. And but this, what this led me to is it references a rapture index. It's raptureready.com. It has a rapture ready index, which lists forty five different topics, different things going on, and then like ranks them. I think from like a one to five or maybe a zero to five on how much of this is going on. And it's stuff like debt and trade, the occult, uh, leadership, drug abuse, all the way down to famine, floods, plagues, like all sorts of different things. And right now they list the rapture index at a 187, which is not the highest number ever, but it is the second highest this number has ever been, apparently. Uh, the Sweet. highest was uh, 189 on October 10th, 2016. So it was right so, before uh, Trump got elected. Apparently, Trump got elected, and their their rapture index like lowered significantly. Huh. Phew. And what they say yeah. is that don't think of this as a you know if we hit 200 that's it, but this is a it's like a speed of how fast we're heading toward the end days. We don't know how far away it is. We have no clue is... how far it is. But this is how fast we're going. Mm. You should just kill yourself so you save yourself the pain. Oh, so a hundred. <laughs> so the speed speed is or a hundred and below is slow prophetic activity. One hundred to one thirty is moderate prophetic activity. One thirty to one sixty is heavy prophetic activity, and over one sixty is fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> That's the technical. Does it actually say that? Yes, it actually says that. <laughs> And where are they getting these numbers from? Like the Bible? I it's like they're it's their interpretation of what's going on. Like number th- okay. number three on their list is occult, and they say that so they they list off things that they've actively changed recently. So three, they have Satanism. Lack of Satanism activity has downgraded this car- this category. So it's only a three right now. The occult's only a three, but like crime rates a five liberalism is a five that's just out of hand currently <laughs> um, all those things that jesus believed in right yeah i know <laughs> that is amazing fucking amazing uh number of earthquakes is only a three so apparently that slowed down apparently they are not subscribed to the world earthquake monitoring system which fucking texts me every goddamn day um <laughs> i had to sign off because it was too much <laughs> Too many there earthquakes. are so many earthquakes, dude. <laughs> you have to go with the, so I imagine, the five and over earthquakes. There's a lot fewer of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine uh, witches planning to kill you on your lawn if falls into the occult when you – and then when you <laughs> pray to God and they go kill your neighbor instead. Oh, no, no. Somebody kills the witches. Right. That's right. 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 <laughs> I, w- I think that would fall under occult, yeah. Although occult okay. and Satanism are listed separately now that I've I've actually looked at it. 
Well, oh. And there's two countries actually listed specifically, Gog, which is evidently Russia, and Persia, which is Iran. So as they, you know, Gog right now is at a five. <laughs> but Persia is only at a three, so right. we're just ignoring the Houthi situation, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently we are. <laughs> yeah. I only just learned about it now. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. I'm interested in the history of Gog. I don't know where Gog comes from. I, I've heard mm. that before, but I have... I, I don't know. So in any case, there you go. We're we're mm. we're headed toward the rapture at an index of one eight seven, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else? Uh, it's hopefully super brief because it's ultra rare conservative on conservative pushback. I don't know if you guys got to enjoy this tiny little clip of Brian Kilmeade accidentally spouting some sanity. Mm. In the no. face of even more ridiculous insanity from his co-host, uh, Rachel Campos Duffy. <laughs> Is that actually your name? I don't – I have no idea. Wait, wait, wait. Campos? It's probably pronounced wait, Campos. Okay. What? Say the name one more time. Rachel Campos Duffy. Oh, my God. So they got rid of the other Ainsley Earhart? Yes. Jeez, boy. They so they were talking about the Ukraine. And – uh, Rachel, I'm just going to call her Rachel because apparently this is tough. <laughs> Rachel kept saying that the U.S. provoked Russia into attacking the Ukraine. And she said, you know, we shouldn't have provoked them. And out of nowhere, Brian Kilmeade was finally just like, we didn't provoke them. They provoked. They did all the provoking. And she said, no, no, the Russians drew a clear red line that said Ukraine had to remain neutral and couldn't be NATO, and they provoked us. And he finally he was like, stop! <laughs> they didn't Shit. provoke us. You cannot draw a red line in an independent democratic country. You can't say this country that isn't us has to remain neutral or else we get to invade them. Right. And she was like, we, they, we provoked them. <laughs> and, and poor Brian Kilmeade was like, this is why I never speak up. I'm going to go back to being a dum-dum. <laughs> a quiet dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. So when he said that, what was her reaction? She just kept She going. just kept repeating her, her... Provoked. She went back to the, that we provoked them. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he, he was legitimately offended that she would suggest that, but... She just wow. you just keep repeating your talking point until the other person can't continue on. Oh. Usually he's the one with the dumbass fucking yeah. response. That's why I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, because he had a big issue with uh, vaccinations or something. And, and <laughs> yeah, Deuce, Deucey had to fucking sh straighten him out. <laughs> and then here's another thing I think is funny. If you want to, we can move on. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. But anybody catch Jen Psaki having to explain to, to Steve Deucey's son? <laughs> The one that's constantly asking her questions, how pipelines actually just move oil. They don't produce oil. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't that, that who Biden called the dumb son of a bitch? Yes. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. everybody keeps talking about the Keystone Pipeline, and she's like, well, as we all know, pipelines move oil. They don't make oil. <laughs> the pipeline would have not made more oil for us. Right. And before it got stopped, I seem to remember that it was 8 to 10% complete. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they made it sound like it was done producing all this oil and Biden just shut it down. I was mm -hmm. like, it, it didn't exist. No, it, it was, was going to make us it was going to make us energy independent. Right. Was this after she explained to Ducey's kid that there are currently like, what is it, like forty five hundred 
unused drilling licenses that are owned by oil companies. Right. The- when he said, well, why don't you just drill more? And he, she said, they can. We do. <laughs> We've allowed everybody to drill a ton. And this of the 32,000 that are drilling, there's like 4,500 that are just they just have the contracts and they're just sitting on them. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Let's Pipeline. make you no. Know- Go ahead. I was just going to say. Pipeline and drilling are obvious, you know, bullshit Mr. X. Oh, yeah. Also, and again, and I'm not, I saw this somewhere, that the price of a barrel of oil is less than it was two years ago. Probably. It just dipped under 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when Biden announces that we're going to sanction the Russian oil, and immediately the next day gas prices mm-hmm. go up, that's because of the gas companies. Yes. Oh, they're they're just All right. they're using it as an excuse to leech money out of your pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. It does not happen overnight. Nope. So when you go to the pump and you see the little sticker that people like to do mm. where I did that, no he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a fucking idiot. <laughs> Too. And you'll notice that even though the price of of, of a gal of, you know, the of a of crude has gone down, gas prices at the pump have not gone down. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting that gasoline producers and manufacturers are gouging us? Yes. <laughs> that it's constantly a state of price gouging? Yes. And not the fake reasons? It's not the the Jared's legendary <laughs> lever that the president keeps at his desk to mm-hmm. raise and lower gas prices at will? Right. Sometimes he accidentally hits it when he leans his chair back <laughs> and he's like, oh, gas shit. Just, just skyrocket. Gas in California is $7. <laughs> I went to bed, didn't realize I hit the lever. Whoopsie. <laughs> That's a bunch of malarkey right there. <laughs> yes. All right, I think I'm going to call it at that. Do it, Doug. Uh, first thing I want to do is thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight. Uh, Alpha Team, Brian, Grinch, Tommy, and Hessian Gixon, we do appreciate the feedback, uh, the comments. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can support it by joining them and signing up on our Patreon page. Uh, if you can't do that, you could share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us. We would appreciate it. Also, I'd like you to uh, check out other shows on the soon to be named network. You can find a list of all the other podcasts at soon to be named network.com. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. Tell me